by any of the 108 Atlanta-area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This podcast contains explicit material that may not be suitable for all listeners. For those of you brave enough to stick around, enjoy the show. Oh, here I go. But let your players get near me. Holler if you hear me. Oh, there I go. Welcome to the We Still Booze Podcast, brought to you by WideRightNattyLight.com, your one-stop Iowa State online blog shop. Throw me the bootleg and I'm gone. Then I take a few steps and I keep left and the people take a deep breath and I'm up in your end zone. 816 boys, we reference connected with Iowa State. Play out a position and it's checkmate if you hesitate. Welcome Cyclone fans to March Madness. Initial edition of the Wide Right Natty Light podcast. We're here to talk about our five seed Iowa State Cyclones. Here with me tonight is Matias. Matias, uh, are, are you coming down with that cold for for Thursday and Friday? Yes, so you can get out of work. Well, I, unfortunately, I don't think I don't have much room to work on work in a cold. But I took Friday off and was down in Kansas City on Saturday, so fortunately, I got to stay at work on Thursday and Friday. But I'll, I'll catch some games in on the computer at work. What uh, what was the craziest thing you saw down in, in Kansas City this weekend? You know, I don't even really. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was like anything out of the norm crazy. It was just a bunch of cycling fans drinking beer, enjoying the time, you know, talking basketball, and, you know, hanging out with their friends. So, I mean, it was just grand old time with just a bunch of cycling fans. I met Sage, or I took a picture with Sage Roosevelt. I don't know if it really counts as meeting, but so that was pretty cool. I saw a tweet uh, from, I believe it was a Kansas fan. Uh, they're all upset because they said Iowa State fans treated Kansas City like their their Cancun. He said there was people puking from the upper deck of the power and light onto the people below them, and they couldn't handle their liquor and all that stuff. I, I didn't see any of that, but I saw a hell of a lot of people having a good time. I, I rode down as well um, on Saturday for the championship game, got there a couple hours before, uh, what a what an unbelievable atmosphere, both outside and inside. Uh, and it was fortunate that we were able to call uh, the Iowa State Cyclones Big 12 champs. Some people try and call us the Big 12 tournament champs, which, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, we did get the automatic bid for the NCAA tournament. So uh, as far as the selection committee is concerned, we got that uh, that Big 12 championship. So, But uh, I'm certainly – ready to, to be back and, and not be drinking the uh, $12 beers that the Power and Light District was offering. Uh, I saw someone go up and, and order an Angry Orchard, 16-ounce uh, Angry Orchard for uh, $13. Did you see anything like that? That's, that's what my fiance did. She was She's not much of a Coors Light drinker or anything like that. And I think it was at Johnny's probably down there in the, the northeast corner there of the Power Light District that had those $13 Angry Orchard. She got one, and then she went to the smaller ones. But, heck, I was going $6, $6 Bud Lights. You can't go wrong with that. 
<laughs> I I wish I would have uh, taken your strategy the whole time. I I started out. I, I thought I needed to play catch up, so I w- I went right for the blue moon at first, and I, I digged into the IPAs and the Boulevard. Uh, and I don't think it was till about eleven o'clock at night that I switched over to uh, to Miller Lite. So, while although it was a fun Saturday night, uh, it was kind of a rough drive back uh, on, on Sunday morning. That it was. Matthias, this this third Big 12 championship in four years for this crew, uh, what does this mean? Uh, a lot of people say that, that tournament championships and in the in conference tournaments don't mean much for these Power 5 conference teams, That especially if they were going to get um, an at-large bit anyway. So, so what exactly does it mean for the Cyclones going forward? You know, I think it's it, one of those things where if it, Iowa State, in, in, in terms of Iowa State, that they're playing their best basketball of the year right now. And it's, you know, it's over the course of nine, you know, the last ten games, you know, we can even throw out the game at West Virginia. But, I mean, because that was kind of a shell shock and referees weren't really going well and we just got out of rhythm at that. But, you know, toss that one out and, you know, we're – seeing the best basketball Iowa State's played in, you know, the whole year right now. And to go through the tournament, win three games, and get a lot of momentum heading into the game against Nevada, I mean, I people say, like you said, they don't they don't mean a lot. But to us, you know, hey, momentum's everything when you get in the March Madness. If you have it and you're playing well, you're, you're posed for a deep run. So I, I like the fact that they went out and won it, got some momentum, and, you know, Things are coming together right now, unlike they, you know, the were previous to this, you know, nine, ten game run that we've been having. Now, did you say Nevada or Nevada? Because I could have sworn oh. I saw something on on the site that said that we were going to play Nevada. Is that right? Yeah, Nevada. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I've never even heard of Nevada. That was just a you know mispronunciation, the booze talking, or something like that. Now, now I have heard so Iowa State is, is the five seed in the Midwest region. Uh, it's a little bit of a concerning matchup because Nevada or Nevada they, they play so loose. Uh, how do you how do you think Iowa's gonna Iowa State's gonna combat that? Just gonna have to clamp them down so it's not so loose out there. You know, it's just you know the teams that play so loose. It's just you know free flowing games. You know they just always tend to be high scoring, fast paced, and which you know Iowa State plays that. So heck, you know we had that same same kind of analysis going into last year against Iona that they had a couple of NBA players and NBA guards out there and that they were going to give Iowa State fits and we, we knew what happened there. But, you know, I I like how Iowa State's playing right now. I don't think they should have. I mean, it, they'll have a little bit of trouble going, you know, getting started and things like that. But, you know, ultimately come down to it, I think they'll take it. So outside of Iowa State winning uh, – what else? What else do we expect from this game? Is it you know, high flying, high scoring, blowout, close game? What are you thinking? Lots of three balls flying in the air. Um, you know, we've seen we've seen our Cyclones that you know they've had the ability to you know if they had an off night shooting three that they've gone inside and won. You know, with you know two point jumpers getting to the rim, things like that. Kind of like against West Virginia, I don't think we shot the shot the three ball very well. Um, but we still, you know, ultimately found other ways to win, especially with big bench play. Um, speaking of bench play, Nevada doesn't really have much of a bench. They go typically six, seven deep, maybe not even reach to the seventh guy. 
Um, I think they even have a guy that's suspended, you know, that just makes their bench that much, you know, shorter. Um, so, you know, fatigue could be an issue. Um, if Iowa State gets out and run and wears them down, that, you know, that plays into their favor. It's just who's going to come out shooting the three ball high is going to be a real big time key. So I don't know what you're thinking. So what are your thoughts? Well, you, you mentioned the, the three ball and, and Nevada shoots, shoots a ton of them. Uh, Cameron Oliver, who's number 46 in the draft express right now, he's a 38% three-point shooter, um, almost in a way uh, kind of like a, a George Neang light in that uh, Ken Palm has him as the most often used center. Uh, he doesn't necessarily play like a five, more like a stretch four. So it'll be interesting to see who guards him, whether it's, it's Burton on him or Young, or does Daryl Bowie come in? Uh, do they go small? So be interested to see how they how they combat uh, Mr. Oliver. Who do who do you think's our our best matchup on on someone that can play on the perimeter and inside? Deontay Burton, because he's just he's just long. He you know he's like the same same type of player. Um, I wouldn't say you know maybe even Darabout Bowie. You know it, he can even come come around and do things like that too. Um, I don't think you'll see Solomon Young on him just because of the fact that. He, his defensive movements are a little bit slower compared to what it would be for Bowie and uh, Burton. But um, I think you'll see primarily Burton and Bowie on him. And then, you know, Solomon just holding down the middle. Um, you know, maybe, maybe even Nick Wilder Babb. Just depends what, who, who, who's got the hot hand on the defensive end of the floor. And we've seen all three of those guys kind of been able to defend well over the last three games, even four games. So, just depends, but to start out, I think you'll see Burton on him. Now, if if you're listening, you're wondering if Solomon doesn't guard this person, who's he going to guard? Has he been guarding someone else to guard or something like that? Uh, they also play a guy by the name of Jordan Caroline, uh, who's rebounding 11% of the misses on the offensive end. Uh, so that's probably who Young would be matched up with. That guy can also shoot the three just a little bit, not as prominent as uh, Mr. Oliver is. Uh, but by comparison, Young, Bowie, and Holden all are the leading uh, offensive rebounders on the team. They're all averaging around 9.6% on the offensive end. A guy like De- Deontay Burton's only averaging about 4% of the misses on the offensive end. So he could certainly be an issue uh, rebounding some of their long misses uh, from three-point land. How how do you think Iowa State uh, has been doing rebounding the ball yet? It, to me, it seemed like they were getting a lot of those loose balls that maybe they haven't been uh, getting earlier in the year against in the Big 12 tournament against West Virginia and things like that. I know they've still been out-rebounded, but to me, it seems like they're they're competing a little bit more on the, on the glass. Would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely agree. It's been, you know, it hasn't been just one guy sticking out doing dirty work, getting all those boards. It seems like it's more of like a team effort. You see Naz getting in there, Matt Thomas, you know, and things like that. They're all flying to the ball, kind of like a an NFL defense where one guy kind of gets there and then the rest of the team rallies to the ball. You kind of see that in their defensive boards, even offensive boards, kind of when they're trying to go for those loose balls. It's just, it's a team effort. And, um, with the ability of Nevada to get to the, you know, the glass like that, like they have been, you know, in their, in their schedule, I think we'll need some more of that just because of their versatility on the perimeter and things like that. So it's just, it has to be a team effort just to get this one done and, you know, 
kind of hide their rebounding woes, but, you know, we've seen it all year. They've been able to get this far without it, and Nevada doesn't have a real big inside presence, but, you know, they do show their ability to get there. So team effort, a solid team effort will get them a long ways. Yeah, and I, I think loose getting loose balls will, will certainly be the key. Uh, but but speaking of playing loose on the offensive end, Marcus Marshall, uh, if, if you think Naz Long has a quick trigger from three, uh, look hear about these numbers. Marcus Marshall's hit 113 three-pointers this year. If he takes seven on Thursday, he'll have attempted over 300 on the year. Comparison, Naz Long's made 94, and he's attempted in the low 200s for the year. Uh, do you have any concern whether a guy like this just gets hot from from three point land and, and ends the Cyclones' year on Thursday? Yeah, it's certainly a concern. Just like what we were talking about in the beginning, it's you know, it, it's Iowa State's ability to keep Nevada from getting hot on the offensive end that will be the major key to the game because we've seen it from other teams. You know, if you get hot from beyond the arc, anybody can beat anybody on any given night. And same goes for Iowa State. You get hot from beyond the arc, they can take down anybody. So tournaments like this, three balls go a long way. So if he's shooting at three-pointers at a clip like that, it's definitely concerning. But, you know, who who's the type of guy that will guard him? Who do you think takes him? I think that's someone that it'll, it'll kind of rotate whoever's in those two and three spots. You've seen Naz Long chase him around a little bit. Uh, you know, Donovan Jackson's one of the best on-ball defenders that we have. I, I'm actually not too concerned about him being freed up. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't believe he's the type that would, you know, necessarily bring the ball down the floor every time. But if he's someone that we need to have chase around, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing where, you know, a couple of years ago, Chris Babb is our guy that followed that, that guy around all the time. This year, it kind of the task is split up among a lot of other people, and I think that's a benefit to the Cyclones. Uh, not one person in particular get worn down. You could have Naz follow him around for a little bit. You could have Monte follow him around. Uh, Matt Thomas is capable of that. Donovan Jackson and then Nick Wilder bad. Uh, we just rattled off about five people right there that I think are are certainly capable of of following him around. Now, my my only concern is that. I read a little bit of a scouting report that said that he 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 doesn't he doesn't care whether he's open or not. Um, he's going to chuck it, whether there's hand in his face or not. Uh, at, at that point, you know, if if they would get beat with a hand in his face and he's hitting ten three pointers and they're all closely guarded, you just got to tip your tip your hat hat to him in that regard. Now you've you've noticed that uh, Nevada is awfully similar to to a team that Iowa State's played three times this year in Oklahoma State. What what were some of those similarities that you saw? Well, you can even you can throw Iowa State in there. I mean, Iowa State, Nevada, and Oklahoma State, between their adjusted tempo, points per game, percentage three shots from three, and three point percentages are all very close to each other. And you look at their adjusted tempo; they're all I mean, Iowa State's at 67.8 per 40. You go Nevada at 69.3 per 40, and Oklahoma State at 69.9 per 40. They're all within two points of each other there. And then you look at their points per game, Iowa State and Nevada, you know, Iowa State only has 0.9 points per game more than Nevada, and then you got Oklahoma State's 85.5. 
And then the three-point three point percentage kind of popped out here, too. Nevada shoots 40%. We shoot 39.5%. So it's kind of like Nevada is almost like a morphing of a poor man's Oklahoma State and Iowa State at the same time. Is that something you see as well? I do. And, I, you know, in a way, it's kind of like uh, playing Iona last year. It was almost the exact same exact same team, except uh, Iona didn't quite have the horses that Iowa State had. I think this is the perfect matchup for Iowa State in all honesty. Uh, I say that now and then, you know, maybe Thursday night we're not feeling that as well. But uh, I, I think for them to play a team that likes to play up and down, shoot quick, uh, not tax them so much on the defensive end, uh, if they're, if they're going to try and outgun Iowa State, they're going to have to be blistering hot from deep. Uh, if you told me that Iowa State would, would face teams that are going to run and gun, for six straight games, I'd, I'd take my chances that uh, Iowa State would be able to compete. You know, I I would only worry in that case against the likes of teams like Duke or uh, Villanova or something like that that they would run into that would have more talent or be able to beat them at their own game. But I don't see Nevada necessarily being beating Iowa State at their own game. Uh, but that that being said, uh, what does Iowa State still need to do well in order to win, Matthias? Well, like we alluded to it earlier, we got got to stop uh, Marshall from getting hot from behind the three-point arc. I mean, if he's going to be start chucking up threes, whether he's guarding or not, that could be an issue. But if they're rotating defenders and keeping somebody fresh on him, it's going to you know be able to make it tough on him. You know, that can go a long way, especially if their bench isn't so deep. So, um, and if their you know their defense isn't as tight as what people make it out to be you know, attacking the rim, getting some of these guys in foul trouble and make them go into that bench that isn't quite as deep and getting some of these guys that haven't had as much playing time out there in a big high-pressure game like this. Um, so, you know, that could go a long ways as well. So if Iowa State has the ability to get back on defense and not allow, you know, Nevada to run freely as much as they would like to, that will also go a long way. So, you know, if they do those three things, you know, Iowa State takes it kind of maybe in – eight to ten point range, maybe even a little bit wider gap than that. So um, stop the three, stop Henderson or uh, Marshall and get some guys in foul trouble, and I think they'll they'll be just fine. Now, if if Marshall Henderson does show up for Nevada, <laughs> uh, they they certainly have a much better better shot uh, of winning. But but you mentioned that. Uh, Nevada's defense probably isn't tight. I'd, I'd, in fact, I'd probably call it loose. They're uh, the 101st in Ken Pomeroy's defense, uh, defensive efficiency ratings. Uh, and you know what? I, I think they're kind of been getting along with something all year that might not play out on Thursday night. If you look at it, they're, they're three-point percentage against. Teams are only hitting 30.7% from three, which is good for 15th in the country. But you look at, in terms of what, what Ken Pomeroy will tell you, uh, three-point percentage is, is kind of a crapshoot. You know, some are going to go in, some are going to go out. The one thing that you can control is whether or not they take the three. Uh, and if you look at that, they're like 150th or, or something in that range. They're kind of in the middle of the pack in terms of giving up three-point attempts. If Iowa State can get clean looks, I have no doubt um, that the way they're shooting right now, that those will get knocked down. And I, I see them uh, advancing with I, – I honestly think that if the spread's six and a half, I, I think you could see them uh, ending up in that 10-point or, or beyond range. Uh, 
I'm not quite as worried about this game as I was, uh, and I'm going to bring up a, a four-letter word that's actually only three letters in UAB. Uh, that matchup actually concerned me a little bit from the fact that uh, they were slow it down, kind of getting your shorts type of defensive team. But um, if the shots are falling, I think this is a, a 10-point or more victory for Iowa State. So with that that being said, um, not to put the cart before the horse by any means, because this is more of a, a Nevada preview, where do you see Iowa State ending up when it's all said and done, Matias? You know, they get through this Nevada game cleanly. Um, I like their chances, and whoever wins against Purdue and Vermont, um, just let's say for the heck of it, they play Purdue. I mean, the inside trouble there will give them some big-time issues, but Purdue has shown that they struggle to guard against good guard play, and we all know Iowa State has good guard play. So I like them to go that far. And then you set up a potential matchup with Kansas in Kansas City. We have the we have the ability to beat Kansas, and then, you know it's the NCAA tournament. So if Cyclone Nation travels well down there, goes a long way. So my my prediction as of right now, uh, I have them elite eight in my bracket as of right now. I always pick Iowa State to win the whole thing. I'm just going to go as as far to say that elite eight as of right now, and we'll see how these first two games, you know, or first game for the matter of fact, plays out. And I might make my adjustment on predictions then, but. You know, as of right now, I like him to elite eight for sure, just because of the way some of these teams they'll play, you know, pans out and familiarity with Kansas itself, things like that. So that's what I got. What do you got? You know, I I thought about this a lot. I, I think at this point, I I think I love their I love their draw. To be honest, um, you look at their first round game, a team with lesser talent playing the same same style. I like that matchup. Uh, I actually love the matchup against Purdue should, you know, Purdue actually not shit the bed this year. Uh, I, I don't think Purdue has size, but I'm not so sure that Haas and Swanigan are going to be able to play together at the same time if Iowa State goes small. Uh, if they go out there and they put, try and play those two together at the same time, uh, I don't you, – you could try Solomon Young in there for a little bit. Uh, if that doesn't work, I think – he goes out, you come in small with either Donovan Jackson or Nick Wilder Babb and, and you run you run the crap out of those bigs and I think it's a type of a game like you saw against Notre Dame uh a couple of years ago. Uh I'm not sure uh which which group that was with, but uh in that seven ten game Iowa State just, just ran them out of the gym. So I, I like that matchup and then uh game on in, in Kansas City if, if Kansas does advance to the sweet sixteen. They'd have a tough second-round matchup against Michigan State or Miami, for that matter. Um, but if they do advance, um, all hell would break loose in Kansas City uh, in that Sweet 16-round matchup. I, I honestly think that Iowa State would be probably no more than a three-point underdog in that game. And, and if you're thinking in terms of advancing, uh, what more can you ask for to have a game in which you're favored by six and a half, probably a, a toss-up in round two, at most a three-point underdog in the Sweet 16. I mean, those are winnable games, and, and at that point you just got to go out and make shots and, and go from there. Now, M- Matias, how good are you at at the, at the mascots, at recognizing mascots and who they go with? Um, I'd like to say fairly decent, I suppose. <laughs> well, do you want to play a little game? I want to I test you on a couple mascots here before we uh, tie up all, any loose ends here. 
All right, what do you got? First off, I want to I want to know how many teams have the mascot of a gale coming into this tournament. Well, Iona for one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after that is Fort Dodge St. Edmunds in there? <laughs> no. Are they the Gale too? <laughs> I think they are, if I remember correctly. <laughs> There's there. So are you sticking? Are you sticking with one? Is one your answer? Well, I, I feel like that's a Catholic school type of thing. It, um, what's another Catholic? St. Mary's maybe. Yes, St. Mary's so, is the Gales as well. Yes. Exclamation point! You got that one right. Period. All right. Okay. Let's, let's move on here. So you're you're one for one in in my mascot game that I'm making up on the fly here. Okay. <laughs> now Dunk City from Florida Gulf Coast. You're familiar with them, correct? Yep. What what's their mascot? Oh, is it like the eagles or seagulls or something like that? They're a bird. <laughs> you you studied up on this, didn't you, Matthias? Well, I just, I just they remember, are, they are in, you know, pictures of logos. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are, in fact, the Eagles. So you're, you're sitting here. You said that you know just a little bit about mascots, and here you are, two for two, in this game that we're just coming up with on the fly. I, I'm not sure if you're going to get this next one though. Uh, this All is. Right. Uh, do you want? Do you want the the school? And identify the mascot, or would you rather have the mascot and try and identify the school? Let's go with let's go with school and identify mascot, and then if you got another one, maybe we can go mascot school. All right, uh, Northern Kentucky. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I think I might have to bow out of this one. I feel like they might be like a well, they can't be a wildcat because that'd be Kentucky, but. Uh, pioneers. That's my final answer, Bob. Uh, they they are the Norse. Ah, dang it! Well, pioneer so that, Norse. It's so close. You, <laughs> you got you got that one wrong. But hey, you're still two for three. So by my book, that's a that's a D plus right now. So we'll give you another chance here at a passing grade. So I'll, I'll give you a, the mascot. You got to tell me which school this goes with. Okay. The 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 golden flashes. Golden flashes. Oh, um, that they're in the tournament, right? They they are in fact in the tournament. Is it uh, which one of those? It's Kent State or Akron? One of those two. Kent State. There, I tell you what, you're up to you're up to a C now. Seventy seventy five percent, three for four. That it's the Kent State. Now for for a bonus nice. here, can you tell me what tight end? Went to Kent State. What NFL tight end went to Kent State? Why couldn't you go with Edelman? Because <laughs> Edelman played at Kent State, didn't he? He did. He did, in fact. But he this, wasn't tight end. Tight he was end a quarterback. Did not, did not, this tight end did not play football at this at Kent State. I don't believe. Um, oh, is it is it Antonio Gates? It is very good. You you are nice. you're impressing. You are impressing. So you're you're four for five now. Um, I've got I've got a couple more for you here. 
You mentioned uh, pioneers earlier. Uh, what about the privateers? Oh, then they just uh, no, they didn't they just play with it? Was it New Orleans? Yes, you were you were paying attention. Very good. You are uh, <laughs> you, you are five five out of six. Five out of six now, which uh, I believe is about eighty-four, eighty-four percent, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll give you we'll give you one more one more chance here. We'll we'll see if if you can get up to six out of six out of seven. So you tell me, do you want the mascot or the school? Uh, give me the school. All right. So the school that I'm looking for, I've got to I've got to come up with a good one here. Oh my! <laughs> we'll go, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a hint along with it. So this is Jacksonville State, and uh, there's also they. Do you want Do you want the hint or not? Give me the hint because I have no idea. <laughs> they They are not the only ones with this mascot in the field. Is it Gamecocks? Damn. Because South Carolina is there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very good. So you, Damn, that was what'd you finish? <laughs> six, six out of seven. So uh we're gonna we're gonna call you Wide Right Natty Lights uh mascotologist, if you will. Uh if, if you have any any mascot questions, refer him to Matias. Uh he's he's our resident expert here. I'm I'm sitting here looking at a page. I'm, I'm coming up with these, and you're just knocking them out of the park. So, the kudos to you on that. Well, if you wouldn't have given me that, not the only team in the schedule there uh, in the tournament with the same mask, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. So I would have gone with like Jaguars <laughs> right. or something. <laughs> the Jackson. Now you're thinking Jacksonville Jaguars, right? That, right. That that's why. That's the only reason. That's my <laughs> only guess, though. That's the. <laughs> that that would have made sense. I I appreciate the. The effort on that. So, Matthias, before we we call this night, and then uh, hopefully get a chance to preview uh, a Purdue possible matchup before Saturday. Are there any loose ends that we need to tie up in regards to Thursday night? Nope. I'm just everybody just enjoy the run because get by get by some Nevada Wolf Space Pack. Things are looking pretty good. So everybody just enjoy the ride and. Um, you know, appreciate what we have now compared to what we had about nine to ten games ago. So, uh, go Cyclones and let's enjoy some basketball. Very good. Well, with that, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We'll call this a podcast. Iowa State plays Thursday night against the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, tip time will be approximately nine p.m. It'll follow the uh, the Purdue game, which takes place about six twenty or so. Uh, if they do win, they advance. They'll play again on Saturday, and then if they win both, we'll we'll see you all down in Kansas City next Thursday night. As always, this is this is Austin signing off. Go Cyclones.
Stop by any of the 108 Atlanta-area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.